you're here to make a difference, it's our job to help you do that. Welcome to the Impact Driven Entrepreneur Podcast, the podcast that helps you to build a thriving coaching company by becoming a thriving, impactful CEO. We do that through the Impact Formula methodology. And what this means is that you're going to be selling out your offers, scaling beyond one-on-one into group programs, and leveraging a team so that you can exponentially increase your income and slash your work week. It's time to experience the true income, impact, and freedom you deserve. Welcome, everybody. If you don't know me already, my name is Mariana. I'm the creator of the Impact Driven Coach School. In this episode, we're going to break down how to hire someone and what are some of the things that you're going to go through in the process of hiring. So let's start with number one. Number one, you want to make sure that you have consistent recurring revenue in your business to cover the salary of whoever is going to be coming into your business. And so if you need help with that, you want to download our training, the five-step framework to get to a hundred thousand dollars, because in there, I think it's like the third or fourth one. We talk about how to increase specifically recurring revenue in your business to make sure that you're, you'll be able to pay this person easily, effortlessly, and without issue. All right. In order to get it, just go to impactdrivenentrepreneur.com slash training. So now that you have your consistent recurring revenue coming in and you'll be able to afford to hire, uh, the next step is to look at what is the job description? What would this person be doing? Okay. And so you're going to write your job description and you want to take special note here of all of the ways in which this person is going to increase revenue for your business. We don't want to one, create a job or any kind of job description that just does tasks in a business. You want to focus on what are the things that are going to increase the revenue of the business so that they are actually helping our business to grow. I, pr- I typically don't want to promote thing after thing. However, if you are unsure what the revenue generating things are that you would be doing in your business, we also have a free download that you can use for yourself. And you can look at that list and look at, okay, what are some of the things that I may be able to delegate to somebody else and have them do it for us? And that's at impactdrivenentrepreneur.com slash ceiling. And you'll be able to get that daily checklist of some of the highest income producing activities. And when you're comparing what is the job of this person and what are the income producing activities that they're doing, their focus needs to be on income producing activities. That's how you can get them to perform at a four X of their salary. Of course, it's going to require some time to get there, which is why point number one was point number one. Next, you're going to go on to post the job description in the different job sites. Okay. So you want to post the job description onto the sites that you have chosen. If it's going to be someone virtual looking at sites that are either outside of the country or for specifically for virtual jobs is going to be helpful. And by the way, I'm not going to list the sites because the sites do tend to change over time. All right. So for you want to um, sort through the candidates. And my favorite way to do this is by in the actual job posting itself, I will create a little 
tiny qualifier, use this subject line and they have to have done the subject line perfectly. And this is especially true if you're using a site with a lot of traffic or a lot of applicants coming through. I remember I used a site a few years ago and within 24 hours, I had 300 applicants. And so it was really important to have that type of qualifier because out of that 90% of people did not follow directions. And if they aren't able to follow written directions on a job post, they're most likely not going to be able to do the type of detail work that we do here at the school. So that was a perfect disqualifier for us. So all of the people who didn't use that subject line were able to be disqualified immediately. Next, you want to interview the top candidates. All of the people who did follow that qualifier instruction, whatever your qualifiers are, you want to bring them on to a, an interview. And the purpose of the interview is to understand their personality, their character traits, their current habits, as well as their job experience. I find that too many people focus so much on job experience and are doing their hiring decisions based on job experience where they miss out on all of the other parts. However, job experience is trainable. You'll be able to train someone if they aren't um, up to speed on a certain program or something, or if this is the first time that they're doing something, you can train almost anyone to do almost anything. What you can't train are their personality characteristics, their attitude, how they behave with others. Those are things that you most likely won't be able to train them on. And so it's really important that we're vetting them early and um, making sure that we are looking at the whole person and not ranking them based on job experience. And there, I will say there are very select few times that you may need someone with high higher job experience on a specific, very tailored project or something like that. However, that's also not to say that all the other characteristics aren't going to be as important. You are going to want both. Okay. Next, you're going to do a demonstration of skill. And so after the job interview, we basically will send them a, a little challenge to do, and it's where they have the opportunity to actually demonstrate their skill. Because someone can tell you all day long, I can write copy. And it's a completely different thing if you have them write some copy for you and you're like, oh my God, this does not sound like me at all. And when you are doing that demonstration of skill, you want to do it based on what it is that they are going to be doing in their job. And any challenge works, just make it be super easy super streamlined in that we just made a process like an SOP for it that looked just like all of our other SOPs. The assignment was given exactly as you would be given an assignment in our business, and they had to follow through on the directions of it. And that allowed us to see, okay, how did they work in this virtual environment? How did they work with being given written assignment with written deadlines and with these types of instructions that we provided? And what was the quality of their work, right? Were there a lot of mistakes? Were there things that were missing? Were they able to fix any problems that we planted there on purpose? That is what you want to look at there. And then 
Number seven is an optional interview too. So if you have gotten to this point, you're likely at this point with maybe five candidates at the interview process and the demonstration weeds out a couple more. So if you still have more people that you want to iron out, just see how they are, if you like them or not, et cetera, you can do an optional second interview just to confirm your estimates of where people are and also see how they perform in a second interview. If it's congruent with the first, if it's congruent with what you've seen so far with the demonstration or not. This is optional though, because if you have weeded it down to just having one person, you obviously already have your decision, but you also, I want to say here, you don't have to go with the one person you end up on. You could just do another round. So don't ever feel pressure that if you end up with no people or with one person that you have to either go with that or feel discouraged about the process. The process is made to have a lot of people in the beginning and weed, weed, weed it down just like a sales funnel, just like anything else that you're working on. It's the purpose is to weed it down to your top candidate and have them rise to the top. All right. And then number eight is choose your favorite candidate. So which of the candidates did you like the most? What did you like about them? How do you think they would work in your company? How do you think they would work and interact with other people in your company? And really just um, offering them the job. And we usually will send them an email with the written offer and all of the details of it and get them onboarded. So I hope you like this and I will see you in the next one. Get daily mindset strategy and support to grow your business for free. Join our community, the Coaching for Impact community on Facebook. Just go to impactdrivenentrepreneur.com slash community to join.